Welcome to Our Frequencies, a podcast that explores fitness, health, and wellness with a modern approach to mindset, personal development, and some real high vibes. All of this comes from a place of love and passion. My name is Ophi. I'm a certified nutrition and health coach and your friendly neighborhood podcast host. So if you're all for it, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello and welcome back to O Frequencies. It has been a little while and in an effort to get back to a more consistent schedule, I am giving myself some grace and not pushing myself to have like a dot point list or a script or like something in preparation. And you may argue that You know, Ophi, you used to do that because you were trying to give us gold nuggets and make sure that we were getting the best value for time. And I totally get it. But recently, I've discovered that there is some charm in podcasts that are just more conversational, that sound a little more like I'm sitting next to you. Let's like, you know, have a chat over some coffee or some tea or whatever hot beverage that you would prefer. I just assumed that you wanted a hot beverage, but if you wanted a cold one, that's totally fine. (laughs) I also like to ramble a lot. So that's kind of why I always try to kind of rein myself in and have some dot points and something ready to um, read off of. Not kind of like too scripted, but you know what I mean? But today I'm going to take a really conversational approach and go very spontaneous. This is very raw, very genuine because I know that you all really appreciate that. And you can let me know later in an Instagram message or something, private message, whatever. And tell me what you thought. So today is Monday, the 16th of March, and I am recording this amidst a global pandemic. Um, I'm sure you all know what the, I don't even, I don't even want to say the name of this thing anymore because I just feel like it's become a meme. But I mean, that's also inappropriately making light of the situation as well so I'll ju- I'll be a little more professional about it so coronavirus I said it COVID-19 whatever I think that we're all very scared about what's happening because you know it's scary to not know what it is and I think that the, the biggest part of it is not knowing what it is and to not having like a tangible solution to contain the problem other than you know at the moment we're enforcing very strict like personal hygiene rules a lot of public events are closing and cancelling um some workplaces are encouraging their employees to work from home and limit their contact on like public transport and their other colleagues etc um people are being urged not to go to gyms or you know just very common sense kinds of kind of things And some people are being required to self-quarantine, whether that's because they've just come back from overseas or they might be experiencing some like minor flu-like symptoms that they can't confirm is coronavirus, but would rather, you know, would rather just keep everyone who's feeling unwell to their own spaces so that they can recover and not spread their germs to others. And I feel like over the last few months, things have just escalated quite significantly in that, you know, we are fighting over toilet paper now. A lot of us go into the grocery stores, doing our usual grocery shop, are experiencing a severe lack of resources that would normally be available like produce, 
there's no eggs, I've discovered there's no pasta, there's no pasta sauces, there is no toilet paper, tissues, soap, hand sanitizer, cotton face wipe things, cotton buds, um, baby stuff, which is some of the stuff is totally understandable in a time of crisis. I can see why you'd want to stock up on some of the stuff, but toilet paper? Like certainly there are more important things for people to be stocking up on, but it, it's, it's, it's everywhere. I don't know a single friend of mine who's been able to get toilet paper unless they had lined up for four hours or they went in the early hours of the morning to line up for like from like 5 a.m., which is ridiculous. Needless to say, as expected, I've gone on a tangent, but I went to the grocery shops over the weekend and I go shopping every single weekend for my meal prep without fail and I get usually the same things and you know, nothing out of the ordinary, but I really, really felt that there was a big shift in energy over the last weekend. And when I went shopping, I went up to the deli counter because I like to get my chicken from behind the counter so that there's less plastic packaging. And it's also more affordable that way. So I go there, take a ticket, wait my turn, and I can see that the gentleman being served before me is getting some salami, and the lady behind the counter is being very, you know, uh, lovely and pleasant, you know, sir, uh, is 200 grams all right? Is that a little bit too much? And he's like, you know, that's fine, thank you. And she wrapped it up and she was like, you know, no worries at all, hope you have a great day. And then she's like, next please. And I put my hand up and she looks at me and you know, we can interpret facial expressions very subjectively. Obviously, someone's normal face might look normal to someone or might look like resting bitch face to another person. But I I feel like I have a pretty good hold on what people's facial expressions are saying. And when she looked at me, it really did not feel like she was very happy to see me. Now, I don't expect her to come running to me and be like, oh my God, hello human. I don't expect that at all. But she almost seemed disgusted by my existence. And when she came up to me, I just, you know, I know that kindness is something that our world and our society really needs right now. So of course I say, hello, how are you going? How's every, how's your day been? And she looks at me and says, what do you want? Okay, so we're going to do this then. Okay, so I said, can I please get two chicken breast fillets? She proceeds to take two chicken breast fillets. And usually, usually people are like, you know, is this enough? Or like, were there any particular ones that you were after? I I usually get that service every single time I ask. But she's just grabbed two random ones. Totally fine. That's exactly what I asked for. She weighs it, wraps it literally within 10 seconds, throws it to me and says next. And it just, you know, it's, I got my chicken. That's the most I can ask for, right? But it's just a little bit disheartening to see the stark contrast between how she treated someone else before me and how she treated me. And I don't want to say that it's a race thing, but it's pretty hard not to deny that given the situation and I guess 
the culture and if anything xenophobia that's perpetrated from this virus and I know that this encounter alone is absolutely nothing compared to the racism that a lot of other people have experienced globally. Like, I know that uh, an older gentleman who was picking up and collecting recycled rubbish was beat up in London. And there are several other cases of Asians being beat up because of what's happening. And it's really, really sad because from this encounter alone, I felt terrible and There's nothing compared to what others are experiencing right now. Even some of us are being violent in the supermarket, regardless of race. Everyone is fighting over resources because we're all so desperate and our action is stemming from fear and panic that we are just blindsided. All we can see is that one thing, like that tunnel vision, we must survive regardless of the well-being of others around us. It's like a classic eat or be eaten scenario where we've gone back to our natural survival instincts of fight or flight and we're both fighting and flighting but in a way that only benefits us and we're not caring about others around us. So I want to say that regardless of what culture or background you have, this whole coronavirus thing has become very isolating, physically and mentally. We feel so disconnected from each other and we are disconnected from each other because that's what's being encouraged right now. So I don't blame all of us for maybe unconsciously exhibiting this kind of behavior. So I don't normally offer this kind of coaching, but I thought it would be especially appropriate given the situation that we're all currently facing. Before we go into the tips today, I wanted to let you guys know that I'm going to be offering 60-minute mind-body maintenance sessions for any of you who want to do a full-body scan of your lifestyle, nutrition, and exercise so that you can optimize your health and well-being during this time of extenuating circumstances. Over this coaching call, We'll do a full audit on your life and detect any areas that need improvement or reinforcement. We'll write you a full schedule starting your morning routines to your daily habits and behaviors to your nighttime routines, to your meal planning, to your exercise, everything to make you feel confident and equipped for the situation. You'll walk away with a clear action plan for how you can tackle the upcoming weeks and it'll give you some clarity around the things that you can control and focus on so that even though it almost seems like the world is ending, you still have your shit together and can bring your best to every facet of your life. So if you're interested in taking up this offer, head on over to my Instagram at ofiho, send me a DM and let me know that you heard this first on the O Frequencies podcast and you'll get $20 off your session. So over on Instagram today, I shared a few tips and things that I feel like we should be prioritizing more of during this time because we can only control what we can control and panicking about the unknown over external forces that we cannot control over all of these things that everyone's just fighting over and going crazy over like that's just a waste of very valuable energy and right now there are some things that we can be focusing on and that is our health well-being and fitness like now 
more than ever before is the perfect time to be prioritizing these things because one, our immune system is directly related to our stress as well. And you can only imagine how much stress this is building up. All of those media articles, the mentions, it's literally everywhere I look. It's no doubt building up over time and lingering in the back of everyone's minds. So we really need to be wary of how we are managing the stress and managing our mental health and well-being as well. So the number one thing and the first thing that I always encourage everyone to do, and I think my clients are probably sick of me saying this, but... The best way to manage our stress and emotions is to meditate. Now, two years ago, if you'd asked me, Ophi, you should meditate, I would have been like, <laughs> F off. Because I used to think that meditation was weird. Like, why would you just sit in your own silence voluntarily? Like, I'm the kind of person that has racing thoughts, millions of miles an hour. And I just could not see any purpose in putting myself in a situation where that's all I could hear. But I didn't realize that the purpose of meditation was not to sit in our thoughts, but to interpret our thoughts in a way that distances and disconnects our emotion to the actual feeling, if, if that makes sense. Like instead of feeling anxious and sitting in anxiety, meditation helps you to disconnect yourself from that feeling of anxiety and acknowledge that, yeah, this situation is making you feel anxious and this is what you can do about it. And, you know, that's not your identity. That doesn't make you who you are. This is just a, a passing moment. And, you know, obviously, I can just say whatever here and I'm just going to sound funny because if you've never meditated before, you probably won't really understand what I'm saying. But if you have meditated before, you will know exactly what I'm saying and how amazing meditation is. So it's so important that we just give it a go. It's free. It takes, you know, no time at all. You could do a one minute meditation and still feel the benefits. And I promise you, if you stay committed to it, you will feel a hundred bucks. 100 isn't that much. I want to let me change that to a million. So giving ourselves that opportunity to really slow down our thoughts and really disconnect our identities from our feelings, it really helps to ensure that we can keep clear judgment because judgment in this time is so important because decision making needs to come from a place of solutions rather than panic and herd mentality. You'll probably find that the people who are herd and bulk buying products because out of like desperation or out of because that's what everything everyone else is doing those are the kind of people who really need to slow down and think about where their decisions are coming from and this is where meditation I think is going to be super beneficial so if any of you are listening I really really encourage you if you're going to take anything away from this at least give yourself a minute to meditate you can youtube a bunch of guided meditations I've got a five minute meditation somewhere down the line in one of my podcast episodes there's so many resources online that are free and available so just give it a go and see how it feels Secondly, 100%, you know I'm going to say this, but prioritizing water intake as well as nutrients and vitamins from whole foods, fruits, even frozen veggies and supplements over like frozen pizzas and instant noodles. It seriously baffles me that in a time of a health crisis where our immune system and our health is should be at the forefront of our priority and it's not. 
What do you think is going to happen if you have frozen pizzas, instant noodles, instant pastas, all of these processed and instant foods on a daily basis for the next two months? What do you think is going to happen to your health? How do you think that's going to impact your immune system? That's why I'm saying that having a clear head so that you can have good judgment and decision making is so fucking important in the situation because instead of panic buying everything and trying to imagine like a worst case scenario where you're in a bunker for the next year or something, actually think about what you can do right now to optimize your current situation so that you can improve your long term situation. Am I not right? I hope that's making sense. Anyway, the third thing is getting outside and in the sun for at least 10 to 20 minutes a day because getting vitamin D increases serotonin production, which is our happy hormone. A lot of us who are self isolated or quarantined are not really getting outside, but we really, really shouldn't be letting that be an excuse. We must make time to be in the sunshine if possible with weather permits and get outside and get in nature, get some fresh air, really give yourself that reset and unplug from the internet, from the media, from your phone, and just soak it all in. Similarly to getting outside is also to make sure that you're moving daily, whether that's a short walk or an at-home workout or some stretching. You know, the gym isn't the only place for exercise. Just because we're trying to limit our contact with other people doesn't mean that you should stop moving altogether. So make it mindful movement. Whether you're walking to one side of the house or the other, make sure it's intentional. Make sure you're trying to keep up your steps. Make sure you're just moving your body in some way, shape or form so that you are getting exercise. If you stay stagnant, sitting in the chair all day, not only are you going to feel so lethargic and low energy, but you are also impacting your stress levels. We all know that when we move and exercise, our body releases endorphins, which are our feel-good hormone. This is going to help you not only mentally, but physically because you're moving your body. So make sure that you are giving time back for your body to do this every day, even if you're at home. The fifth thing is sleep and especially quality sleep. Sleeping is king pretty much because sleep can impact a number of our bodily functions. Sleep can impact our focus and ability to concentrate, which of course impairs our judgment and our memory, feeling a little bit all over the place, causing us to act out of desperation, sound a little bit familiar. Not having enough sleep can also affect our mood and heighten our stress. When we sleep, we produce fresh neurotransmitters and our bodies regulate hormone production. So if sleep is affected, then our bodies don't get that opportunity. Reduced sleep also impacts our immunity. When we don't sleep enough, we have increased vulnerability to viruses and bacteria, which then increases our risk of getting sick. Reduced sleep also impacts our eating habits. You know, when we don't sleep enough, it disrupts appetite regulation by increasing our hunger hormone and decreasing our satiety hormone. And in this time of crisis, we want to make sure we got enough food going around, right? So the least we can do is manage the quality of our sleep. And I think if you're following along with all the tips that I've mentioned so far, you are probably making some good headway for some quality sleep because meditation, managing your stress, eating nutritiously, getting some movement in, all of these things do contribute to sleeping better. Now, obviously, you do not need me to tell you this, but practicing good hygiene habits, which we should all be doing anyway, regardless of whether we are in a global health pandemic crisis situation, but basically making sure and being a little more conscious of touching your face and like 
people who have longer hair, I really suggest you tie it up most of the time because I find that when I have my hair down, I'm always trying to brush strands of hair out of my face. I'm trying to like tuck it behind my ear. And because of this, I end up touching my face unintentionally and we want to limit that as much as possible. So um, little things like that as well to consider. And of course, if you've got access to hand sanitizer, that would be great. But Um, For those of us who don't, just make sure you're washing your hands before and after everything that you do, whether that's eating, whether that's going to work, if you are going to work, whether that's, you know, um, interacting with other people, etc, etc. You you know what I'm about to say. Lastly, I want to say and reinforce this with as much love as possible, but let's just smile. The one thing we can all afford to do right now is give each other a smile because it's free and unlimited and we're all in this together. You know, things might be closing down, things might be getting cancelled, but you can't cancel kindness. A quote and an Instagram post that I've been seeing floating around that I really love says, Yes, a lot is cancelled, but kindness is not cancelled, communication is not cancelled, healing is not cancelled, self-care is not cancelled, and love is not cancelled. I want to thank you all for listening to today's podcast episode. If you've made it this far, then I'd love to hear what your thoughts were on a more, you know, casual, unscripted kind of raw episode. And of course, another gentle reminder that if you'd love to take up the 60-minute mind body maintenance session head on over to my instagram at ophiho and let me know that you were sent by the podcast and we'll take 20 dollars off your session so yeah thank you again so much for listening and i'll talk to you no doubt shortly bye thank you so much for listening to this podcast if you enjoyed it i'd really appreciate it if you could give me five stars and a review on itunes If you're looking for more great vibrations and high frequencies, come and find me on Instagram at ophiho. We have an amazing, loving and supportive community there and it would be an honor for you to come and join us. Sending you lots of love and I'll see you next time.